Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Hello, Bengals fans. I am Matt Minnick, and this is Coach Speak coming to you after a crazy game against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And look, I want to talk a little bit about that because there was a lot of negativity. There's a lot of negativity in the first half of that game on Twitter, um, and and I was kind of trying to head it off right away. Um, but look, I think a lot of us have we have memories right and we're, we're remembering the uh the lewis the dalton days look love both those guys they both did a lot for this team um and it brought this team really far uh from where it was and if you if you're like yeah yeah whatever to that then you weren't around for the 90s right for how bad it was before lewis got there but um look Man, when when they had problems, they weren't solving them, right? Like, you knew it was a bad day. Like, when they were having a bad day, it was a bad day, and there was no coming back from it. And we have got to get over that because this is, that's not what this team is. Um, you know, the, the Zach Taylor and, you know, Lou Anarumo, for that matter, uh, Callahan, Burrow, Bengals, are never out of games. You know, Burrow is a big part of it, but, you know, the, the coaching staff really deserves a lot of credit because they have made great adjustments, in-game adjustments, uh, over the last two years that have led to some big-time wins, uh, you know, including Kansas, Kansas City last year, including this game this weekend. So let's just, like, you got to put that negativity to the side, all right? It's tough because we love it, right? We love it. We love this team. We want to see them do well. We want to get back to the Super Bowl. We want to come out with the win, right? I I had a bad moment, you know, just like everybody else. When uh, the Super Bowl ended, I, you know, I was hosting a party, and I literally, like, think just things got cleaned up around me, and I just stood there and stared at nothing for a while. Like, I'm not saying that I'm not invested, or none of us are invested, because I know we are, right? But... We've got to be able to look at things with a cool head, right? To detach ourselves a little bit emotionally in the moment. Because that's that's the only way you can be, right? Um, and, and that's what the team has to do. That's what the coaches have to do. Like, when you lose your, your mind, when you start pointing fingers, blaming things, oh, this guy sucks, fire this guy, like... That's when that's when things get really bad. Like when you really invest when you're when you're when you're a part of it, right? And you know it's funny because I, I I have a uh, I think 
that just about everything that you need to know about competition you can learn from middle school physical education right you can watch them compete watch them when they're working as teams and you know when when things collapse when you stop communicating when you're pointing fingers when you complain uh, about things that's that's when things don't get better right that's when things just keep getting worse and things pile up they really snowball um but when we calm down when we relax and we focus on hey let's get this all right hey let's do better on this drive hey let's do better on this play let's execute here right those little things really really add up all right so you don't need to say all right hey well we need to score 17 points in this drive right like no because you can't right like nobody's got a play that scores 17 points right if if they did you know if you got one let me know but um so you've got to be able to stay focused, right? Look at look at the comeback. I, I, I wrote a big thing on comebacks a long, long, a long time ago and, and how you had to evaluate and break it down, right? But look, this wasn't even really at that point, right? They they started to put things together, okay? And, and they scored before the half, so they made it a two-score game. So at that point, like, it's, it's be the first one to score and it's a one-score game. Anyway, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Let's take a step back. What I saw in that first half was a team where things weren't just breaking right for them, right? I saw the defense playing very aggressively and getting very close to some balls, right? And just kind of being a little bit short. Like, man, Brady's getting this off too fast. Hey, Bates is coming in right there. Like, like they got a step in the coverage, but Bates is coming in. You know, if that's a little bit slower, if they can disrupt the timing a little bit, they might make a play there. Um, Von Bell, like, getting super aggressive, trying to jump a slant, you know, missing it completely. Uh, but, you know, the... Uh, I forget which corner it was, but you know, a corner makes a tackle. They gain a first uh, down on that play. But you could see the defense was playing aggressively, and you could see that the Bucks were getting in there. They were doing good. They were executing. But the other shoe was bound to drop. Like it just, it just felt that way. And and I and I tweeted at one point uh, in the second half. I tweeted interception coming because you could feel it. Um, you could feel it from the way Brady was throwing, from the way he was using the ball, like how he's distributing the ball, how he's placing the ball. It's There are going to be those opportunities, right? There there, there was in the first half. Uh, you know, Bates dropped the pick. I don't count that Eli one as a drop pick. We throw around a drop pick too, far too often. Like, that was a great play by, by Eli Apple on that. Uh, I believe it was the first drive. Great play by Eli Apple. Not a drop pick. Just an excellent uh, pass defended by him. But anyway, uh, we throw around that, that, that way too much, okay? But there were opportunities. And when you're good, when you have confidence, like you got to realize those opportunities are going to come and sooner or later, like you're going to start to capitalize on them. All right. The shoe's going to drop the other way. And that's, that's what happened in the second half. All right. Uh, now some might look at it and say that the Bucks pissed it away and in a way they did, right. They screwed some things up there, but look, it's all the breaks that they were getting in the first half. The Bengals got in the second half. All right. And then right away it's like, Ooh, just, they only get a field goal off of that. Uh, that botched fake punt, um, but hey, it was it was something, all right. And that's why when they turned it around, it was like, okay, you get the score. Now you got to go for two. They didn't get the two, all right. But they score again, they go for two, and they get themselves in a good situation there, right? You got to think about building that lead, right? Really cutting into, excuse me, cutting into that lead first, right? It's not about scoring 17 points at once. It's about how do we get in there? How do we put ourselves in good position? The defense really clamped down, all right. They made some adjustments. Personally, all right, look, the Bengals were moving the ball in that first drive, and a tip ball, which is kind of a fluky interception, gets picked off, all right? They made a good play. That was something 
it's a funny shaped ball, right? That's the thing about football. It's a funny shaped ball and it bounces in weird directions sometimes. They made that play and, and it made a big difference, right? And all of a sudden the Bengals couldn't do anything offensively, right? They couldn't get a first down. They changed, right? Um, I, I really feel like the Bucks came in with their with their first half adjustments way too soon, right? And and that was going to give the Bengals time, right? Somebody's got to be patient with that stuff, not give them time to adjust to the adjustments, right? You see it coming in like late in the second half, and then or sorry, late in the, in the second quarter, and then into the second half, all right? It's where you really see those things start to start to take off, all right? Where they don't have time to adjust and they can't figure it out in time. Now the thing about the Bengals offensively is we know it comes down to getting first downs with them, right? Like they gotta they gotta string together some things. They gotta get some first downs, all right? They gotta get into good second down situations. Don't even get to third down half the time because they get into good second downs, winning second downs, all right? But it's it's about moving the chains. It's about getting reps, and that's what happens even in the games where they lost, all right? We see that they struggle early on, and then all of a sudden the the offense comes in because they they move the chains a little bit. Okay? That's where your talent has to push you past things sometimes. Right? That's where you've got to be able to pick up those tough yards on the ground in a late game. You've got to be able to have a Jamar Chase you know, make somebody miss uh, after a catch. You've got to have T. Higgins going up and making a stupid, crazy play. Right? You've got to have those, and I'm not intentionally leaving anybody off this list, but like you've got to have your dudes step up and do something to figure that out and that lets you see like like think about like in baseball like they always talk about seeing pitches in baseball that lets the offense the offensive coaches see enough and the quarterback for that matter see enough of that defense that they know what it is in that day and then they can make their adjustments figure out what they're trying to do and where they need to go with it and that's what it's about for them it's right stringing together a few things all right now i got it let's figure it out all right again ball bounced their way in the second half um and when you're good, when you're executing, when you stay calm and keep your composure, that is going to happen. It is going to swing back the other direction. Okay, so let's not think we're snake bitten and it's not our day. Like, that is not how you win uh, by, by thinking that way. And that's not what this team is. Not anymore. Um, these Bengals are not out. They are never out. They will keep fighting and they will uh, they will figure things out and, um, you know, and, and make, make things interesting. So... That's a little bit about kind of uh, how comebacks work, how kind of competition works from that that, that standpoint. Um, they've got they've got guys that can make these adjustments. They've got guys you know that can make this thing really really exciting and, and can keep them uh, in the, in these situations. I really think it's those early things, right? People talk about Zach Taylor as a play caller, and we kind of rip on Zach Taylor as a play caller sometimes. I don't think that's fair because they're really good at making those in game adjustments, which is really where you get into the more um, play calling stuff. If, if anything, it's a, it's kind of a more of a scripted early in the in the drive, early in the um, game plays where they can struggle because they usually get things going, um, you know, at, at some point. But it's those early on plays. It's getting those first couple first downs that it really comes down to. Uh, but once they get moving, baby, they are moving, all right. And and then all of a sudden you have a day where, you know, you you think you're going to get blown out by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and now uh, you're tight. Your tight end and all three receivers are, are catching touchdowns. Like, that's what it is. Keep cool, baby. Keep cool, my babies. That's a Conan O'Brien reference. If, uh, if you're uninitiated with that, but anyway, um, that's what this team is all about. So excited um, for where they're at. The streak continues. New England this week. 
just like last week, it was like, hey, they're not very good, but it's still uh, it, it's still Brady, and they're still in the playoff picture. Hey, New England's not very good, but it's still Belichick, and they're still in the playoff picture, right? Um, so, you know what? Actually, you know, I'm going to go off on a, on a separate limb here. The let, Here's something that used to happen with the Patriots all the time, right? There's what I like to call the Patriots mystique, and that was where people would just do dumb crap when they play the Patriots, right? You would just see all of a sudden just good coaches making really bad decisions uh, with really poor clock management, with just doing really dumb things um, all of a sudden when when they face Bill Belichick. And I kind of feel like the Bengals are, are getting to that point. Like, by no means am I calling Zach Taylor the next Bill Belichick or anything like that, but I like teams just do dumb crap. It like it. I, I don't know what it is, but like they're afraid of Burrow or they're they're you know the the play calling or something is it, it, or defensive schemes are just keeping them enough on their toes. They don't know what they're doing, but man, teams just keep doing dumb crap and putting them back in the game. What? the hell was that fake punt i mean seriously what was that thing that like it was like it was ridiculous and and like it like it backed up in your own territory um you know part of it i think is that we, we talked about this uh, you know a couple weeks ago like we have to stop acting like the Bengals are the underdog when we say oh well they have to score this time they have to do this you got to play with this lead you got to do like no they don't because they're not like they're not the underdog they can play as the team that should win, okay? You you have to sell out and take a lot of risks to win football games when you're not that good. They are that good. They are very, very good. Um, and, you know, they're going to be favored or close to even in these games, right, um, for, for where they should be. Like, they can match up with these teams. The other teams are, are the ones that are acting this way. Like, like and that's... You, you know it when you see it. I think I, I tweeted out. Ah, oh, yep, they know. You know, like when uh, you know teams go for go for two and go for on fourth down, like because they know they have to take advantages because sooner or later Burrow's gonna get cooking and they're not gonna get a lot of shots uh, to to get the score back where they want it to be. And like even then, like they had a 14 point lead and they were in their own territory and they really thought they needed to jumpstart themselves in that way. Like, that's the Bengals' mystique, baby. That is the Bengals' mystique. All right. Uh, so, once again, I am Matt Minnick. This is Coach Speak. Um, very excited. I'm going to the going to the game this week. I live in uh, I live in Rhode Island. I'm a New New Englander, uh, but obviously wearing orange and black this weekend, heading up to Gillette. So, uh, hope to hope to see some of you there. But uh, definitely uh, definitely excited for that. And uh, hey, everybody doing any traveling, seeing some families. Wish you all the best, safe travels, um, you know, and, and uh, you know, take care, brothers. So, I am Matt Minnick. This is Coach Speak. Good day.